1: You are locked
2: on Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, team every every day.
1: It is another episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you guys with us. I'm Chris Russell. As always, we invite you to check out at Locked Redskins on Twitter at Locked Redskins. For all your Redskins coverage, all sorts of episode links to the podcast, story links from my coverage over at SI uh, as well. And Redskins Maven uh, as well, where you can hear me on the radio and other Redskins news and information stories. uh, All of that good stuff at Locked Redskins as well at Locked on NFL net. On both Twitter and Instagram is a good place for you to go as well for full NFL team coverage as well. <laughs> you can email me, russellmania 9 at gmail.com. That's russellmania 9 at gmail.com. As the Redskins get ready for the Detroit Lions, on this episode we're going to hear from Chris Thompson and we'll start with interim coach, Bill Callahan who met with the media on Wednesday at Redskins Park. We
3: kind of visited on this the other day um, about Monte Nicholson and more things keep coming out about that. Why are you guys I guess so as comfortable as you are with with having them at least participate in everything right now? Uh,
4: Well John I I would tell you first and foremost that our deepest sympathies go out uh, to the young woman's family and friends. Uh, Right now I'm Unable to comment on uh, anything that's ongoing from a legal, legal matter. And uh, my understanding is that Monte is cooperating uh, with the local authorities at this point in time. And as things develop and as things continue, uh, I'll be more than happy to inform everybody uh, as to any updates that I can provide when the time's appropriate. Have you guys been in contact with the league at all? Sometimes in these situations, the league puts the player on a exempt list? I would uh, imagine so. I, I don't know that to be the the, the honest point. I'd have to uh, talk to the front office. I'm sure they're in contact. I would assume there's communication and dialogue. Personally, I'm not aware of that at this point. But uh, I'll let you know as soon as I can if they have been or not.
1: Bill, is Monte <clears throat> playing this weekend?
4: As of right now, uh, he is he is active, and uh, he did play Saturday or excuse me Sunday, and uh, right now he is on the active roster and is scheduled to play. Uh, we didn't see Adrian Peterson out at practice. Was it a rest day for him, like a vet vet day or something more? Yes, we backed him down today.
0: Bill, you know as well as anyone the relationship between a quarterback and center specifically in terms of protection and how important that relationship is. Mm-hmm. What can you guys do and what can Chase do to maybe take some of that off mm-hmm. of Dwayne's plate, and is that something you guys are, are working on? How is that relationship developing?
4: Yeah, I think I think Chase is one of the better centers in the league, identifying, recognizing, communicating all the variables and variations of uh, front problems, problematic pressure problems that are created he has a uh, great experience for a young center and we're trying to communicate that to Dwayne in, in the most simplistic terms so that he's aware of what those issues are at the time of the snap. Uh, as you all know you know picking up pressures uh, from coordinators around the league is, is always at the, the forefront of our protection plan and of course. It comes down to that. And our ability to communicate you know, across the board, whether it happens to be the center to the queue, or that communication gets echoed out to the edges or to the running backs, everybody's involved in the protection plan. And so to your question, it's a great question. The center does have usually and normally the initial responsibility and point of where we're directing the point system At times, they're true points. At times, they're dummy points because you have to change that up. But we try to get that communicated and echoed uh, throughout the entirety of the offensive line. And as you evaluate
0: Dwayne in general, do you divide up almost his mistakes in, into things that you say, all right, that's something we've been working on since you've been drafted. We really need you to, to get this now versus you look at some of, for instance, the pressures that the Jets bring and how complex they are, and you go, that's something this kid's never seen before in his whole football life. Are, are you able to separate those things and maybe treat those things a little differently as you evaluate?
4: Well, I think, I, I think there's, there's pressures and issues that come up every week for veteran quarterbacks as well. Uh, it needs to be repped, and then there's always those unscheduled looks, alignments, and pressures that you deal with and have to adjust to during the course of a game. Uh, those come up as well, and, and they're problematic for any player across the board, whether you're a first-year player, a 10-year player, 15-year player. Uh, you are presented with an agenda of problems that you have to figure out and you have to have answers for. And each of them are different. Uh, let's just say, for instance, you have uh, a couple, maybe two or three protections. Well, those issues at times get compounded with the communication, if that makes sense. Because it's a, it's, it's a complex game, and we do really simplify it. And we try to make it as simple as possible going into each game plan. But issues come up, and you've got to handle them. And that's what we do on the sideline. We adjust to to those issues to to the best of our ability.
2: Bill, I noticed that Chris Thompson was out of practice today. Can we get an update on where he is currently, um, just schedule-wise with his injury? And then also, I noticed Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne were not out there. So just talk about that.
4: Yeah, Payne and Allen were back down today. And uh, Chris was on the practice field on a limited basis. Bill, with Payne, um, any idea on Sunday for yet? I mean, is it? No idea yet.
2: Um, how has Alex been doing? We saw him out there today. I know his wife posted that video. We saw him kind of working out. What's his update status, and how has he been looking?
4: Yeah, he's, he's currently on IR, and so he's taken a, a role you know, in the quarterback room and on the field and, uh, you know, with Kevin and with Tim Rattay. I, I think Tim Rattay has done a really nice job with, with bringing along uh, Dwayne and the time that he spent with him. And the development uh, that he's given him is is starting to pay off. And uh, Alex has been a really good resource. I mean, let's face it: when you have a, a quarterback that has played the number of years as, as he's had, and has gone through the the various experiences from from the time he was a rookie until where he's at now, uh, that that is so invaluable. So his insight, you know, for for Dwayne and also for all of our for all the quarterbacks and everybody on staff is always invaluable. So he's, he's fun to talk to. It's great to see him out there. His rehab is coming along well. And uh, like I said earlier in the year, I've, I've never seen anybody that has such a determination and will to get back on the field as Alex does.
2: And you have Dwayne out there with Geis, Terry. Um, we saw Kelvin making some big plays. Just what excites you about this mm-hmm. young core since you saw them really all together for the first time on yeah. the field this past Sunday? Well,
4: Ike your uh, has, our receiver coach has done a great job developing Terry and bringing him along uh, as a young rookie, as well as uh, Trey Quinn. I mean, let's face it, we've got some young receivers as well as Calvin Harmon out there, and I mean, that's a young group of wide receivers that we're developing, and, and Ike deserves a lot of credit. He's uh, done a tremendous job bringing him along, and he's worked diligently and hard uh, in the classroom with him. He's got excellent rapport and communication with that young group. Uh, and giving them you know, all the techniques that they need to go out and play with on Sunday for such a young group and a young quarterback uh, just speaks volumes to the coaches on our staff like Coach Rattay and, uh, and Coach Hilliard.
0: Bill wanted to follow up on the receivers, and I apologize for the bluntness of this. I just don't know how else to ask it. But why is it so hard for young guys to get the proper route depth, especially on third down? We saw. I'm it sorry. A number, the what? The, the proper depth for young receivers. Oh. We saw a number of times on Sunday whether it's third and four and they get three or third and twelve and they get eleven. But it's something that happens yeah. consistently around the league. Why does that happen?
4: I think it's it's what we would call sticks awareness. You know, you know where the where the markers are at. Where the, what you need, what you need to know. Situational awareness. Uh, being more in tune into situational awareness you know uh, that that to me is just just experience I mean knowing what you need to get and know how to stretch your route and you know whatever it takes to get your depth being at the maximum depth being at the precise correct accurate depth that you need to be at to make the play you know that's that's the disciplined consistency that we're after
0: and then coach just staying on the wide receivers. Kelvin Harmon played half the snaps against the Bills and mm-hmm. the 93% against, uh, against the Jets. What specifically does he add to this offense?
4: Well, he's a young receiver that has size, physicality, has good hands, catch radius, uh, can run the short and the intermediate, and can, can separate against man coverage. So he, he has all the, the traits and skills you know that you look for in a wide receiver. And now it's just a, a matter of grooving him and his techniques against the week-to-week competition that he's seen against the type of corners that he's going to be faced up against. Uh, after the Jets game, I think you called the 11 penalties uncharacteristic of, of your team. Mm-hmm. So, given a couple days now to to look at the tape, where were they happening? Why were they happening? And how do you and your your coaching mm-hmm. staff go about addressing that this late in the season? Yeah, uh, again, it was it was a split across the board, offense, defense. Uh, they were costly. And uh, just addressing, you know, the precision of hands and technique, and you know, just we just go back to the drawing board and just re-emphasize everything that we discussed, you know, throughout the to, from the beginning of training camp on. So, you know, at times, you know, you're getting those those those. Uh, Types of games or weeks or situations where you're kind of dry, you're clean, and you're you know you're doing well, and then you hit a game like we did on Sunday where we didn't do as well, and we're going back again and readdressing those types of issues that, that we had on Sunday. And is is that something that is that something that uh, the, the refs that you have here at practice uh, for the last several weeks is that something that they talk specifically to players that you mentioned precision of hands is one thing, holding penalties. Yeah, gunners. absolutely. The, the officials, I, I think it's been great for us to have officials at practice so that they can't communicate to the players and they have communicated to them and i think that dialogue has been good and just to make them constantly aware you know of the positioning the technique and how a call could be made Uh, maybe the player doesn't recognize it but the officials here uh, that come in they do a great job they've been a great assistance for our team
0: how many starts do you think a quarterback needs in the nfl to truly show what he is as a passer, and for a coaching staff or a franchise to kind of look at him and say one way or the other, this is our guy, or maybe we need to go elsewhere.
4: I think it's an ongoing process for any quarterback. I don't know that you can, per se, put a specific exact number on to say, well, this guy's arrived at game number six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they're different. Every game's different. Every 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 defense that you encounter in coverage and team, they're, they're so different. So I think it's just kind of a body of work and it's a depth of work that a quarterback's got to get comfortable with. And and really, it's years. Look how many years these guys have taken to really develop and to become the types of quarterbacks that they've been in the league. So uh, I don't have the real exact answer. I can't pinpoint it for you. It's a, it's a good question, but I, I believe that it's one that takes time. It takes maturation, experience, and being involved in more situations so, that they, so they see the game. Uh, and when they do see it, it slows down for them so they can execute in a better manner. All right, that is interim coach Bill Callahan meeting with
1: reporters on Wednesday afternoon. And guess who was back at practice on Wednesday and is looking like a possibility for this Sunday against the Detroit Lions? That's who you're going to hear from next. Stay tuned for that on the Locked on Redskins podcast. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. Attention, past, present, and future MyBookie players. It's almost Thanksgiving time. And during Thanksgiving week, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears and Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congratulations. You've got some extra holiday spending money, especially with Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. MyBookie will give all of your money back. It's a no brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk. It's not turkey. It's all gravy. Doesn't matter whether you're experienced first time, my bookie welcomes you all in and to celebrate Thanksgiving. Just log on to MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with the promo code Locked On, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose. MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid.
3: Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount
1: of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you guys back with us. So, the player that we told you was back at practice on Wednesday, that is looking like a possibility to play this Sunday for the first time since the Redskins' one and only win on October the 13th in Miami. Chris Thompson met with the media as well. Let's hear. From CT, he's a good
5: guy and a good interview. Uh,
2: CT, how are you feeling and uh, how's how's the foot?
5: Uh, I feel pretty good. I um, just did some individual drills, worked with the quarterbacks a little bit. Um, felt pretty good. Um, just got to take it day by day now at this point, and um, just do a little more and more every day, and just um, you know, just keep gauging it and 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 seeing how it feels after every day and. Uh, you know, the workload that I do during the practices. But, um, you know, it's been a while. Um, just glad to be out there and uh, working with my guys, but it's a, it's a painful injury. It's, it's a tough one to deal with, but I'm trying to do everything I can to get back as quick as possible.
2: I'm sure you have a different perspective watching the games, not on the field. What has stood out to you, or what stands out from what you've been able to see these last
5: couple weeks. Um, I think the biggest thing has been, you know, just some miscommunications. Obviously, missing. um, You know, we've all missed some blocks and some stuff on protections that's um, put Dwayne in some bad situations, and that's something we gotta, you know, we gotta fix and um, um, continue. I guess to communicate with him about. Um, and I and I think as long as we do what we do uh, upfront to to protect him as best as we possibly can, I think he'll be able to, you know, see the field, be able to get the guys open, and you know, I'm hoping I can be able to come back and and, and help him, and and also um, protections is a real big thing in this in this offense, and. If I'm back there since I've been in this offense a while, be able to, even if I feel he makes, you know, a a call one way or the other, just be able to help him back there and um, do everything that I can. CT,
0: obviously losing is is never fun. And, you know, watching this team, you know, on the sidelines, how are you processing this, you know, the struggles and the adversity? And obviously you're a pro, you want to win. How do you kind of process this season in a way?
5: Um, you know, I, I think on a on a personal level, um, you know, I've been doing everything I I possibly can to to help us win games, and um, you know, I feel like everybody in here is is doing the same. And uh, it, for me, it's just been tough watching, uh, you know, because I feel like if you know, I'm I'm hurting my guys if I'm not out there, and I feel like if I'm out there, I, I help to uh, you know bring a. I guess a different look to our offense. Be able to, even if I'm not so much in the game plan, just to be a decoy, um, um, change the the calls on the defensive side of the ball. Because uh, you know when I go in there, they're alert for a lot of different things. So um, you know that's why it sucks for me to to be out. Because I feel like for for coordinators and stuff, uh, it makes it a little easier for them to to game plan. Um, we don't have Vernon, we don't have Jay Reed, so it's a lot of it's a lot of guys that were important in this offense that that's out. Um, so, like I said before, I'm just trying to do everything I can I can do to get back and and be able to um, to help seven in in these last six games that we got to play.
0: You've been in a lot of different locker rooms in your career. Mm-hmm. What is the morale like right now? And in- how do you kind of maintain that positive energy? How do you help, you know, your teammates in a sense, you know, to to keep that positive energy moving forward?
5: Um, You know, I think um, guys have been doing the best that they possibly can in this situation. And, um, you know, we've been just having our talks uh, internally about everything that's going on. Obviously, we're not proud of what we've done out there. And and, and the biggest thing is to try to go out and – and fix it on an everyday basis, and uh, consistency is really the key. Um, you know, we hadn't played; we either played a good first half, bad second half, or you know, vice versa. And it's it's a matter of just figuring out how to put it all together. Um, every single play throughout the throughout the game, and um, you know, it's it's been tough. I haven't been in this situation um, when we did have those. First two bad years that I was here, well, terrible years that I was here. I was on IR one of those years, and the second on practice squad. So it's, you know, it's a little different now, just really being, truly being in it, um, and super frustrating because I know these guys are doing everything they can, but um, we haven't just put ourselves in the bad. We've put ourselves in a bad situation, and God do everything we possibly can to get ourselves out of it, and um, you know the the. We just, you know, we don't know what it is, and, and it's tough because it's a lot of, lot of changes that's going on, you know, our, with our quarterback situation and things like that. It's, it's, it's a lot, and um, I don't know. we got to figure out how to how to change this thing around because, um, you know, I love and respect all these guys that's here and, and, and in this organization, and I want to do everything I possibly can to help us um, get to the top as long as I'm here.
4: Chris, I know it's game plan specific.
1: Did your mind you know, you see Darius doing what he was able to do on that screen? Uh, you know, Dwayne getting the ball off to him. Your, mm-hmm. goal, your impact. AP
4: still here. I know he your
5: Yeah, I mean, um, what I've seen guys do. Um, on a day-to-day basis, um, you know, outside of the injuries, obviously, I, I know he's going to be a great guy on this on this offense and be able to do a lot of different things. And you know, personally, I think he's a good route runner and pass catcher as well as a running back. Um, I, I don't feel like he's just that you know first second down guy. Um, he can do a lot of different things, and um, it was I was just glad for him, to see that out of him, and then just to see him. Um, you know be able to go out there finish a game healthy Um, and I think he's 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 gonna he's not gonna do anything but get better um, you know as his career goes on and I want to be out there to you know hopefully be out there on that field with him uh, being able to make some of those plays Oh, I really, I really like Kev. Um, you know, he's he's always trying to do everything he can to put us in the best situations possible, and, and to use all his playmakers that he that he has on the offense. And um, you know, as I think he's getting more and more – as he's getting more and more comfortable, um, you know, he's bringing out uh, these different formations and um, different plays and just kind of putting his, you know, putting his feel on it, um, you know, since he has full control right now uh, with the offense. And, you know, I think it's something that long-term, if, you know, if he's here and if he's with these guys, that it's, it's really going to work out well um, for everybody. And – um you know, it, it it gets me excited and, and gets me anxious to go back, go out there and play because he's, he's really adding a lot of stuff in. And um, I, I think it's, it's really going to help guys and, and help playmakers get in some good spots just to get the ball in their hands quick and make some plays.
0: How have you seen Dwayne Haskins kind of change since he's been the starter? We haven't had a chance to ask you. So what have you seen from the past two or three weeks with
1: his preparation and his just kind of behavior all throughout the facility?
5: Um, I think he's he's – growing more and more and I think for him with having the experience having a having full game experience um it's I feel like it's helping him out and you know um probably showing him too how much um you know it means to to be on your job and be on it every every single day and um just learn what what it takes to be a good quarterback um a special quarterback in this league which I think he he's going to be and um with the more and more starts that he gets, uh, he's going to feel um, a lot more comfortable out there. And I'm excited to see it. And And I think in these two games, he's, he's grown a lot. And I think uh, since he's, you know, been the guy, he's um, – had some pretty good games, obviously there's been some misthrows throws and all of that and that's you know, that's gonna happen, uh, dealing with a young um, a rookie quarterback and that's that's things that he's um, gonna continue to grow for and grow from and I think um he even did it, you know, some at practice today. When you
0: were a rookie do you remember having to learn that all right, this is the NFL being on it every day. Like was that a process for you as
5: well? Yeah, for sure. My uh my running back coach he was uh Bobby Turner, he was He was tough and he was, he was big on the details, man. And, um, one thing about him was if you, you could, you could say the right thing, but if you didn't say it, how he said it to you, then you were wrong type deal. And so he, you know, that alone just forced me to really be even more in my, in my playbook. and, And I wanted to be that guy that every time he asked me a question, I got every, everything right, word for word. And, um, you know, he, he, he really helped me to step my game up pretty fast, and, and I knew what was, what was ahead of me um, in this offense. And um, for me, playing in the, in the preseason games um, really helped a lot as well and uh, gave me a better understanding of what he was trying to get me to see before we even got on the field. All right, once again, that's myself, Locked on Redskins,
1: Chris Russell, as well as other reporters with Chris Thompson in the Redskins locker room on a Wednesday. Make sure you guys check out this offer from the Locked on Redskins podcast and from the Locked on Podcast Network from DoorDash. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order. Of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, trust me, it's easy, guys. I did it. If I can do it, you can do it. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON. Hey, if you're listening on the go, if you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find all of this and all the other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers. Back to wrap it up.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, that is going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. We will have more throughout the rest of the week including a look inside the numbers, eye on the enemy at the Detroit Lions, who come to FedEx Field this Sunday, and also the Redskins, not the most popular team in D.C. anymore, huh? Yeah, we'll have that for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios.